The following podcast has been brought to you by Boys and girls, children of all ages. Rabble Mania Show proudly brings to you it is I, the Angel of Death 6XL. And it is he. It is I, TJ the Great. TJ the Great. And together we are the Banter Club. There we are. And if you. Oh, I'm not down with that. We've got two words for you. Um, what, what do you do? You have something in mind? Wrestle Kingdom. Sure, why not? <laughs> it's, it's Wrestle Kingdom week. The, the words I elected to pick are Wrestle Kingdom because we just had a fucking week's worth of New Japan pro wrestling two days. But Wrestle Kingdom Don't they have just a show passed. on Saturday, huh? Don't they have a show on Saturday? Yes. Something, it's something. It's something attached to the Wrestle Kingdom thing because they wanted to expand it so much this year. Why they picked this year to expand it where they've been hit hard with a pandemic and a bunch of other shit, I don't know. But, you know, they're doing what they do over there. They, they it, it, it was, a, I caught up on uh, the rest of night two. Naito! <laughs> he was there. He came out at the end. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was good. It was good. Okada, we just, we just talked about Okada a little bit before we started. <laughs> and just, you know, you feel like you need to get off the, the Rainmaker train and, and build some new guys. But I mean, he's the man, man. There's, there's no one like Kazuchika Okada. And when, when the chips are down, I feel like, who better to have as a go-to, as an ace in the hole, than the fucking Rainmaker? And he again delivered two nights in a row classic main event matches with Shingo Takagi and Will Ospreay. I'm he over you, Okada. Come on, Okada. I'm over you. So it's been a decade. It's been about a decade for the Rainmaker. A decade of Cena. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, I don't feel like it's as bad as Cena because... I don't feel like I was watching the entire company be sacrificed to this man before my very eyes. But <laughs> Okada has been the man for a long time now. Speaking of Okada, he recently just said he wants to face CM Punk and Brian Danielson. And, and Punk, CM Punk left the address to the fucking United Center. <laughs> well yeah, done. he was like, pull up, let's go. <laughs> I was like, you I'm know, some people shit. actually was trying to get to CM Punk after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yo, let's go to. The- <laughs> we gonna pull where- up to CM Punk's house. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where the Bulls play. <laughs> and then they, then they get there, and I'm like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Why is a you, statue you, of Michael Jordan in <laughs> CM Punk's house? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I mean, all that said, we are here to discuss AEW Dynamite, but before we do so, let's talk a little bit about the goings-on in the news around the world of professional wrestling, and let's go over, even though we no longer really do any shows from the other company aside from pay-per-views, let's go to the other company and talk about the end and how it's here. Yep. And I, I would put on my extra pair of uh, <laughs> reading glasses. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been a little under the weather and I'm not doing all that. <laughs> yeah, I got the names. <coughs> which they added some today, but I got the names right here. WWE yep. has released the following from NXT, the Performance Center, and what have you. William Regal. The road dog, Brian James. Crazy, his brother too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scott Armstrong, Timothy Thatcher, Danny Birch, Hideki Suzuki, getting a diamond mine again. Why? Why are they doing this to the diamond mine? Now they got to get three more people to, to into the group to offset this, like they did before. Yep. Um, 
Kathy Carino, who is known as Alice in Danger, of course, in the independent yes. wrestling scene. She's only there for like three months. Which a is, cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of fucking crazy because she like well, a bunch of people who did this, but they yeah. pretty much uprooted their whole lives and moved over to Florida to get acclimated within the WWE system. And then a few months later, never mind, you don't work here no more, actually. It's crazy. CM, CM Punk on this very show says something about that. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But literally, the very next day, they fired his trainer. Yeah, uh, Ace Steel fired mm-hmm. Dave Kapoor, George Carroll, Ryan Katz, Gabe Sapolsky, and last but not least, Samoa Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. A lot of names, a lot of a lot has been made of the specificity of the names and how they're mostly tied to the old NXT Triple H. and Triple H is NXT. Yep. It's all the people that have been sworn under fire. And Triple H said, No, you can't get rid of all my toys. These are my people, they help me with all the toys. And now that NXT has been taken over and remolded, looks like there's no need for these people anymore, man. It's just everybody's made takes. Everybody's had their say. I'll say this much because I can't say too much that hasn't already been said. But any wrestling company or any company that (coughs) does pro wrestling and can't find use for Samoa Joe or... William Regal is not worth investing time and money into. That's how I feel. Timothy Thatcher. Tim, Tim Thatcher, like. Fucking Danny Birch. And they said he was coaching. They said he had been coaching. Thatcher had been coaching. Joe had been coaching. Uh, even, even like Gabe, a mind like Gabe, you know. Gabe Sapolsky was the guy who booked Ring of Honor in its glory years mm-hmm. and, and got it to mm-hmm. the prominent position that it eventually, you know, got to in the mid two thousands. And and he did evolve. And if I were uh, Progress's guy, Jim Smallman, even though they never seem to touch anything over on the UK side of things, but I'd still mm-hmm. be like, it's getting kind of shaky <laughs> over there. Yep. But, yep. Yeah, I mean, and if I was anybody working with WWE right now, I'd also be like, yeah, yeah like because I even read this article from uh, Mike Johnson from PW Insider. He was talking about how, you know, William Regal was, you know, the guy who was this generation's version of Jim Ross, at least on the NXT end, because, you know, how Jim Ross, Jim Ross was the guy that signed Steve Austin. He signed Mick Foley, he signed The Rock. Mm-hmm. He brought in mm-hmm. all the names that helped usher in a new era. And Regal, in a lot of ways, was that too. Like, Regal brought in a lot of those guys off the PWGs and, and the Ring of Honors and whatever indies. He went to bat for people like Sasha Banks and the rest of the horsewomen. Like, William, there was just this massive outpouring of love and respect from all corners mm-hmm. of the industry for William Regal after the news broke just because of how influential he has been as talent recruitment and as, you know, a talent coach or whatever over the years. So, yep. I mean, it's just, I knew they were done with I him. saw tweets everywhere. I saw tweets yeah. everywhere. I knew, I knew they were done like, with GM Regal, but mm-hmm. just to think that, you know, you have no further use for him at all, it's crazy to me. I think I heard Freddie Prince Jr. talking about how they wanted to sell the whole company to Fox initially when they, when they signed the deal with Fox, but Fox didn't want to buy mm-hmm. the whole company, so they just took the SmackDown rights. So, I mean, whatever the future is for WWE, I keep saying it. It's what they are right now is a content generator. That's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't need to satisfy a fan base. They mm-hmm. don't need to, you know, have the best roster, wrestling roster, anything like that. Mm-hmm. They just need to be able to put out as much content as humanly possible. That's where they are. So yep. they don't have to pay all this money to to industry legends like Regal or Joe or people like that when they can just bring in other people to do those jobs for less money and people that will fit their vision. So 
There you go. I, I low key, I don't know, man. I hope. I mean, they said he put that clause in there, but I, I oof. Kevin Owens, bro. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, with KO, I just look at it as if if he didn't get that clause and they still like fire him, well, then he can just go. He can go mm-hmm. and work wherever he wants because I'm sure anybody will take him in a heartbeat. And I feel like some people saw the writings on the wall. Yeah. Scotty Tuhati, Tony Storm, people like that. You know, I'm like, shit. They're making uh, <laughs> jokes about Veer. <laughs> Veer Mahan? Because he's still, yeah, he still hasn't really debuted. <laughs> yeah. I've seen those memes all over. <laughs> yeah, so so now they're like, <laughs> Veer Mahan, instead of coming soon, <laughs> release soon. <laughs> Imagine they just fucking one week, <laughs> Veer Mahan has been released. They never debuts. That would be some shit they do. Idiots. I mean, again, Emelina. Yeah, yeah. They are definitely not above doing some shit like that. <laughs> they, they've done fuck shit like that yeah, before. So. I mean, uh, <laughs> beyond that, in terms of hires, they brought in P.E. Williams mm-hmm. as a producer. So, good for them. <laughs> the the, okay. the master of the Canadian destroyer. So, okay. okay. Good to see P.E. get a bag. And... <laughs> Whenever you hear about anybody going to WWE nowadays, it's just, oh, he getting paid. Yeah, yeah, he getting paid. Good for him. That's what I like to see. Get, that man put in a lot of work. <laughs> he, he deserves mm-hmm. to get paid. So, and with that, let's talk about this Dynamite rating, the TBS premiere. Ooh. It is in, and it is one million flat. <laughs> and a 4-3 in the key demographic, which is... Second on cable behind only the NBA on ESPN. Wow. Do you know what they were giving there, by the way? Like beforehand? What? They were giving the Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. They're going after the the nerd (laughs) crap. Nerds hate that show. (laughs) No, no, no. But here's the thing, right? Nerds, like regular nerds, hate that show. But what I like to call... um, like this new era of nerds. <laughs> the new nerds. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like we're not really nerds. It's just being a nerd is kind of mainstream. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Poser nerds. <laughs> those guys, those guys love that shit. <laughs> yeah. And then if you get them to get into fucking, you know, AEW, they're going to be like, hey, this is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm sure. This is mainstream nerdy. I'm sure for syndication, <laughs> it gets decent ratings. You know, a lot of those shows do well in, in syndication, those mm-hmm. sitcoms. So, I mean, and, and, C- and TBS is like the sitcom station, but it's, it's also the super station, as they once called it. Yes. Uh, and yeah, this is. Although they don't give all the super stuff they used to give on it. <laughs> like, what the hell they used to show on TBS? All the sports. Yeah, all the sports. And then, then after a yeah, while, like none of the sports now. Now it's just the comedy. Now it's just comedy movies and shit. <laughs> I, I used to yeah. used to be a lot of like road trip and Euro trip at two in the morning on TBS. I remember a lot of that. Yep, yep. So, not that I mind that, but it used to be a lot of that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, good good number for the for the premiere of AEW Dynamite on TBS. Uh, mm-hmm. It sets a solid, strong baseline for the show going forward. Like like we had been talking about. Um, it was going to be a bounce back point for them going on TBS after the whole thing with the West Coast and being shuffled around and everything they had to go through at the end of the year, 2021. Now it's a fresh start, fresh late, and they start with a good number. So there you have it. AEW Dynamite starts strong on TBS. And now let's talk about this show. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh. No, you're not. You're not ready to ask. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tevin. Yes, sir. Are you ready? I am ready. No. No. I said, uh, are you, uh, me, uh, them, uh, everyone uh, ready? I am ready. Because fuck them. They took my shit away from me. Uh. <laughs> then. 
for the thousands in attendance. And the millions watching and listening at home. Uh, you. And for one crazy ass cowboy. Uh, oh, my God. Who? Let's get ready to banter. AEW Dynamite from Newark, New Jersey. We back in Jersey to bring the boom for the first Dynamite of 2022. And we open up with the rematch for the AEW World Championship. Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. Of course, we have judges this time, just in Mm -hmm. case it goes to another time limit draw. Our judges for the match, Mark Henry, Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lynn. and Paul White. <laughs> Interesting Lynn set of judges. I, I love how Paul White and Mark Henry stood up for the crowd, but Jerry Lynn did not. <laughs> I mean, look who stood up. <laughs> yeah. He's going to look like a sawed-off midget. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for taking away all the effect if I stand up, guys. I'm just going to sit down. <laughs> so, that shit is so funny. Did you see the 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 outfit that Justin Roberts had on? No. What do you have on? He had like this Andrade-ass style suit. Oh, no. I didn't peep this. <laughs> Very black and white pinstripe. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. I wasn't paying attention. Okay. I paid attention. I got to watch it live. He is the dapper yapper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the lower thirds this week. Brian Danielson, unbeaten in four plus hours of AEW ring time. And Hangman has not won a match this year for his lower third. (laughs) Yo, why they keep doing him like that? (laughs) They playing him on the lower thirds. You're supposed to make him, you're supposed to put him over, goddammit. <laughs> nah, they fucking with him every time. Damn it. Hey, Hangman <laughs> has yet to win in 2022. <laughs> so, Hangman and Brian are fighting outside. Hangman sends Dragon out, goes for a tope suicida, but Brian sidesteps him right into the barricade. Like, the way Brian sidestepped him and threw him onto the barricade was, this match was way faster paced than the first one and Hell way yeah. more violent. But you know what I like though the way Daniel uh Brian Danielson uh started off where he started yeah. kind of like fucking with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him as a heel, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> that that's a lot of the story. Like Danielson was starting off like, "Yeah, I'm going to fuck with you again. I'm going to fuck with you. I'm going to drag this out." And Hangman was like, "No. We're not doing this this time. I'm going to beat your fucking ass and pin you in the middle of this ring." You got to say it like the man would say it. I'm gonna whip, whip your, your ass. ass. <laughs> you got to <laughs> Hangman sent outside. Brian goes for a tope, but Hangman catches him, hits him with a Northern Light suplex on the floor, and then he rushes him, <laughs> but gets sidesteps into the ring steps, and mm-hmm. Hangman is busted open. We got blood, and that's when I hit a Hazel talking about. <laughs> yes, we it's your time, color. Hazel. We, we got, got color. color. <laughs> we got some goddamn color. <laughs> we got all the color. Hazel, hurry up, color. Yeah. <laughs> get the match wherever the fuck you're watching, nigga. Get, 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 we got all the color. And this was only the tip of the iceberg as far as color is concerned. Because mm-hmm. then Brian, he starts his 2K comeback in the ring, goes off the ropes, but Hangman catches him, drops him with the Death Valley driver, follows it up with the German suplex. That gets a two count. So they fight outside. Hangman pulls him in for a suplex. But then Brian hangs on as he suplexes him outside of the ring, counters, and then bangs Hangman into the post and then <laughs> grabs his arms again and again goes for the Nigel McGinnis spot. But Hangman stops him like, nah, motherfucker, you going to take this shit. And Brian gets pulled in for the Nigel McGinnis spot. And again, thankfully, they go into the post with their shoulders and not their heads. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Careful spot. Careful there, Nigel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'm glad they, they're doing it safely. Mm-hmm. So they go back into the ring. And at this point, Brian is also bleeding. And he fucking is gushing blood. Nasty. Mm. 
He, like he Danielson must have cut deep with the blade. Shit went in there. <laughs> He's like, I haven't gigged in years. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking do it right. Shit. <laughs> 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 And twist. <laughs> yeah, and twist. <laughs> so, yeah. it comes out of the picture. I used to just do the, the prick yeah. and pull. Yeah. And then that would be enough. But this motherfucker said, nah. <laughs> we got to do Muda shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so Hilarious. We come out of the picture in picture. Hangman hits mm-hmm. the reverse fall away slam off the top. That gets a near fall. Crowd's chanting, this is awesome. Hangman mm-hmm. rolls him into the small package. That gets a two count. And then Dragon puts on the label lock. Hangman's able to escape it and sends him outside. And then Brian tries to skin the cat like he did in the first match. But he can't do it this time. He doesn't have the energy to do it. Yep. Did you peek that- when he was putting on the label lock? He was also raking away at the guys. Yeah. Nasty. <laughs> it's, Nasty it's word. telling how desperate Brian is mm-hmm. at this point because... 60 minutes into the first match, Brian was had enough energy in him to skin the cat and do all that. But yep. now we're only 20 into this match, and it's a fucking struggle to do everything. <laughs> like, this is a fight. Yeah. So Hangman sends him outside, hits him with the Arihara Moonsault. Moonsault. Gets him back in the ring, goes for the buckshot, but Brian ducks, lands the Busaiku knee, Covers him for the one, two. He, he got, got him. him. No. no. Did you hey, keep when I, when I wrote in the chat? Well, I, I actually said it in the chat. I was like, Busaikuni. Because yes. I was like, yo, this might be it. I, I was like, oh, shit. He, is this it? Yeah, hey, man just kicked out. So now <laughs> these two get up. They're on their knees, center ring. Both men just bleeding. They start headbutting each other as the crowd chants fight forever. So Danielson goes for a kick. Hangman ducks it, goes for the dead eye, but Dragon stops him and hits him with the gotch pile driver. The way Brian's arms and shit yeah. are just shaking yeah. when he's trying to get him up for this gotch pile driver, you can tell he's just spent selling it so well. So Danny grabs his arms, starts to kick his fucking head in. With the Danielson stomps. And then he sets up for the knee. But Hangman counters, hits him with a pop-up power bomb. Nasty. It, it, it was so fucking quick. And then he gets him with like this, uh, what do you call this thing? What? Like this nice little uh, uh, reverse suplex. Oh, yeah. He was going to go for the uh, dead eye again. But mm-hmm. Brian was able to pull him down into a triangle. So then hang, Hangman lifts him out. Brian drops him mm-hmm. down again, puts on a heel hook. So then Hangman has to fight free again, beats Dragon down, drops him with the backdrop driver center ring. And then he goes to the apron, sets up, and then just fucking levels Danielson with this huge buckshot lariat. Like fucking nasty. Danielson took the Rikishi bump and everything. Yep. He flipped into it from the outside, correct? Yeah. So Danielson is out. Hangman covers him for the one, two, and three. Your winner and still AEW world champion, Hangman Adam Page. Danielson's first AEW loss. Yeah. Hangman's first AEW title defense. Successful one. What a fucking match. Incredible. Nasty. <laughs> Blood everywhere. Fucking, this was a fight. This was an absolute fight. And, man, it, it, to see these two go at it the way they did, I, I was not expecting it to be this hard-hitting and, and this violent. Like, this shit, like, the last one was wrestling. This shit was a fight. This shit was violent. <laughs> Like, they were legit trying to decapitate each other. No games played, bro. Yeah. I knew <laughs> the judges were red herring. Like, I knew we wouldn't go to decision. Yeah. Because I, I just figured. But, like, I think this match was, like, 27 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Like, I, I thought we would maybe go, like, 40. And, you know, they would they would start to tease. Oh, are we going to go an hour? Are we going to go an hour? And then just, like, cut it quick enough. But... Yeah. This was like damn, like it was almost thirty minutes, but this felt like a fucking just blitz. 
yeah. back and forth fight. Like this felt so much faster pace, so much more desperation in everything they were doing. The callback spots in this were great. Like mm-hmm. Danielson collapsed when Hangman tried the buckshot, which is a fucking Kenny Okada spot. Just wow. great shit. Great, great good fucking shit. Good match. shit. Yeah. yeah. To me, it was just how fucking vicious it was. Like, yeah. I, I haven't seen uh, Brian Danielson vicious like this in a very long time. To, to, so to see the malice that was coming from him and then fucking Hangman, because Hangman to me, he kind of plays it safe sometimes. Yeah. And here he was just like, nope, holding nothing, bro. I'm knocking your head off. And it was a great bout. Uh, I enjoyed the shit out of this match as I, as I tend to enjoy matches like this. So yeah, it was, it was very hard hitting, very fast paced, very, I'm going to whoop your ass. And I enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, great, great title defense for Hangman. Good way to get his title run really up and going. You know, people were saying he needed a big win to really set off this title run. And this is about the biggest win you could have given him. So. Stuff. I give this shit a goat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, this is for sure a goat. But we move on from that. And <laughs> we were going to commercial. They're like, MJF, we apologize because this man is awful, but he's up in action next. And then Tony's like, I hope he loses. <laughs> you know, they hate him so much. <laughs> you know, they despise this man. Mm-hmm. And here he comes. MJF. Goddamn Jeff. Mm-hmm. He taking on. The captain, Sean Dean. It's the homie. But this, this, this match, was a little weird, yeah. <laughs> this match does not happen. No. Because CM Punk runs out. He doesn't just MJF run down. Off. He fucking bolts. Yeah. He bolts. MJF runs out like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Pussy. And then, and then CM Punk walks in there. And 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 this poor guy is like, come on, MJF, get in here, get in here. And CM Punk is like, get his ass in here. He wants to talk shit. Come on, let's pop. And then, you know, I, I'm thinking they're both on the same side. Punk is kind of on his side, but <laughs> not the way you would think. Oh, shit. Yeah. He, he <coughs> turns around and hits the captain, Sean Dean, mm-hmm. with the GTS. Aubrey calls for the bell. That is a DQ, an extremely rare DQ loss in AEW for MJF. Because, of course, the winner of this match by disqualification is the captain, Sean Dean. So Punk is like, you want to talk all this shit? Well, then this is what's going to happen to you. I'm going to come out and make you lose every fucking match until you fight me. Yep. Uh, the crowd at first kind of turned on Punk. Yeah, the crowd they, was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> till, till they realized what happened after they announced the winner. Yeah. And they were like, oh. And then they saw MJF bugging the fuck out. And then they got it. CM Punk just ruined MJF's 2022 fucking ratings. Well, rankings. Because he, yeah. he took an L on the first night. Because he's now 0-1. Mm-hmm. And that blemish is going to be on there for the rest of his career. Yeah, because MJF was he kept he's, he's technically not undefeated, but he he kept saying I I'm undefeated because I've only he's only lost technically three or four times in AEW mm-hmm. in general. So every every loss he has is like a bullshit excuse. And then this one is going to be fucking CM Punk bullshitted me again. He says. This is going to keep happening until you face me, MJF. And then MJF is like, listen, punk, I know you got these people fooled, but let's be real. You don't have me fooled. You need this to happen. You need me because I bring out that edge in you. I make you relevant. You got really mad about me talking about how I'm as good as Roddy Piper. That just doesn't sit well with you, does it? I wonder, why is that? Is it because you're upset that Roddy Piper was actually good enough to main event a WrestleMania. Oh! <laughs> and <then> he says, <laughs> if I don't start getting my proper respect around here, I may go main event a WrestleMania too. Right. And then <laughs> Punk is You'll like... You'll be feuding with the Miz in no time. <laughs> baby, yeah. 
you'll be relegated to the mid card. Twenty matches <laughs> in a row, <laughs> and, and then, then four nights later, <laughs> when you think it's your turn, the main event: Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking feud was MJF in the Miz. The the company was centered around it, but it was only because Roman Reigns and Brock were on vacation. <laughs> That's how it is there. But oh, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Punk, Punk even says, hey, if you think the grass is greener, you can go there. You can work night four of a buy one, get one extravaganza and then get released faster than you last in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. <laughs> they was like, God damn, Punk. And then MJF is like, oh, so all right. You want the match? You want to see MJF and CM Punk? You want this match? The crowd cheers. So he's like, all right. You got your match. It's going to be CM Punk versus Ward Wardlow. Wardlow. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he walks off. <laughs> you and son of a bitch. Punk is like, you know what? That's fine. Because eventually you're going to run out of guys to hide behind. And then I'm going to give you that ass whooping that you deserve. And then and what's he going to do to Evan? I'm going to whoop whip your ass. ass. So yeah, that's that's that was that was CM Punk and MJF. Some bitch. <laughs> I mean, we we got there with the promo, but my that whole shit with, with doing my boy the captain like that that was weird. I don't know if I fuck with that. That was that was weird. Yeah, yeah. Weird especially not least. after especially not after the captain then came out defending AEW Tony Khan. You know, he came out on behalf of the company after the whole Big Swole situation. You just gonna do this to the captain? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. So we got Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Comes down to the ring. Judas in my mind. The crowd loves it. Crowd is loving. They're loving the Judas. They're loving the Jericho. They're loving it all. I'm Locus. gonna give you a, a quick uh, Yoshi, uh, <laughs> a quick Yoshi observation. Yes. Yoshi hits me up. He painted his hair. Ew, you can see the fa- the spray paint right in the front. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways to get it in there. There's ways. <laughs> you might have been in a rush, you know? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta make it look real. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about freshly squeezed. Freshly squeezed paint right onto Jericho's head. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Jericho's like, welcome back, everybody. To mm-hmm. TBS. I I haven't been on TBS. Wrestling hasn't been on TBS in a long time. I haven't been on here since April of, I think he said August. Either April or August of 1999. Yep. On an episode of WCW Thunder. Yep. Where I faced Booker T. Booker T. T. <laughs> <laughs> and I time. lost. <laughs> He's like, I think Booker cheated. <laughs> he cheated. <laughs> it's the way he said I think he cheated. The crowd was cheering. <laughs> Booker T was somewhere like, hey, <laughs> I did not <laughs> suck a <laughs> suck a fool. Hey, cheat. Who the hell? That, that was 99, right? Nah, yeah, nah. Booker would have been, he would have been in good position then. I think he would have won fair, fair and square. <laughs> Yeah, book was book was uh big at the time. I remember like towards the end of WCW, I was super into Booker T. He was he was coming up because like so many yeah. other guys were leaving, and it was like Booker was like one of the guys. I remember like because by the end, I was like in and out of WCW because so many people left, and there was so much bullshit going on. Yeah, but Booker was like one of the guys that was always there, and it was like, yo, I like Booker. I would watch Thunder. Booker was there. I would watch Nitro. Booker was there. Whenever they had a Saturday night gig, Booker was there. So, yeah, I respect the shit out of Booker. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, seeing Booker, like, actually make it to the top and become Mm -hmm. the world champion for whatever else is going on in WCW, I always thought that was cool. Like, hell yeah. yeah. To me, he was the rock of that company. He was. He was. Like, him, like... DDP was the people's champion at WCW. Mm -hmm. But, like, just in terms of, like, character-wise and... Mm-hmm. His charisma and everything, it always felt like Booker. Yeah. Don't hate the player. Hate the, hate game. the game. That's one of those things that I wish he would have brought to yeah, WWE. Yeah, he never did that in WWE, did he? Yeah, I would have loved it because especially during that whole Triple H angle. Uh, yeah, man. He would have looked at Triple H dead in the eyes and would have said, 
Listen, you got me all wrong. Don't hate the player. <laughs> hate the game. The game. And he points at the <laughs> He would have been like, what? <laughs> and every WCW mark would have been like, yeah. That's why. He, he was already too over at that time. Mm-hmm. He would have got even more over. And they would have had to put the belt on him. They, they were trying to. real hard to cool him down at the time, I remember. Yeah, it was, they was hating on my man. Just fucking stupid. because fucked up how they did him. Yeah. Oh, he's not a WWE guy. He was barely a WCW guy. They they didn't start pushing him towards the end. Yeah. And then y'all could have fucking been like, all right, nah, we're going to show you how to really push a motherfucker. And then show them how it's done. But no. Don't hate the play. <laughs> hate the, hate game. the game. He was trying to tell y'all. Booker gave y'all a free game. But you know how they do. Mm-hmm. So... You know, he says, you go back to Jericho. He talks about being back after 2.0, put him on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Says, you know, he wanted to come back and beat those guys down. He wanted some revenge. He didn't come out to help Eddie last week. He wanted some the champion revenge on those dipshits 2.0. And that brings out 2.0. And Jericho's like, look, everybody, it's Terrence and Phillip. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been a fucking killer line in 1999. <laughs> yeah. It was still a killer line to me. It was still a good line, but like I just imagine, imagine him saying that, <laughs> where there would have been fucking fifty South Park signs in the crowd. <laughs> but you know, they were still. It's a lot of millennials, so they were still. <laughs> yeah, they still got. It. They still yeah. got it for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because they, like, they reacted, you don't, so yeah. You don't like Terrence and Philip? How about Squarehead and Pinhead? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he calls them yep. Squarehead so and Pinhead. He starts off with Squarehead first. He starts yeah. off saying that you know this guy Matt looks like. <laughs> <laughs> He's not saying his head look like a waffle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whole bunch just of other, like, hey, don't call him that. <laughs> a bunch of like uh, other fucking box related puns, and yeah. then he's like, "Well, you're getting upset about me calling him you when you're a squarehead. You're the pinhead." <laughs> <laughs> and then that's like, "Hey, don't call him a pinhead." <laughs> yep. <laughs> So uh, Jericho was having all the fun. And Jericho's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. And mm-hmm. he goes out to get his bat, <laughs> which I was saying. Mm-hmm. So they, they they advance on him. But then Daniel Garcia runs in. Jericho hits him with the bat. But the numbers take over and they start to beat him down. But then Eddie, Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz run down to the ring. They make the save. They oh. run 2.0 off. Are, are, are Santana and Ortiz still in cahoots with Jericho? What's going on? <laughs> well, I feel here? like that's the situation right now. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's what they were fighting about last week when Jericho mm-hmm. came out. He was telling Eddie, they're my friends. And Eddie was like, no, they're my friends. <laughs> so <laughs> Santana and Ortiz are kind of in the middle right now, I guess. Cause it's like, you know, Jericho's our boy, but Eddie, they're, Eddie's our OG. Their two dads are fighting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like both the, both our boys are over here. With issues. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're kind of stuck in the middle. They're going to figure it out. Stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. That happens a lot in AEW. Yep. So we got the undisputed Redragon and Adam Cole. And we got we got the, the redacted era. Yeah, the redacted era. <laughs> Cole is like, hey. <laughs> The boys are back together and we're looking absolutely dominant. Even after you accidentally kicked me in the face, Kyle, it's all right because I know it was just an accident. And Kyle's like, yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, you know, what wasn't an accident, the young books coming down and making sure that everything was good because, you know, we're a super group now. We're this mm-hmm. big super group and we're going to take over AEW. And speaking of, Jake Atlas, I see you signed here to AEW. You're a good young talent. Think you've got a big future in this company? Well, you're going to get in that ring with me on Rampage. And I'm going to get you a one-way ticket back to Orlando. Oh, he's going to send you back to the heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, ain't it crazy how fucking NXT 2.0 is like, oh, you like black and gold NXT? Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but AEW was bitch. like, oh, you like that black and gold shit? We got some of that for you right here. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on. Mm-hmm. Come, come watch this. We, got, we know, we know you, you like want? that. You want some Adam Cole? You want some Andrade? You want some Malachi? 
What yeah. you want? You you want some some Daniel Bryan? What you want? You want you want? Oh, you want, you the want younger Jake Atlas? You want Jake Atlas? Nah, you, 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 got you, that, you got that. You want that? You want you want two point What you want? Yeah, you want a little you want a little ever rise? They Ever-rise. changed their name, but they still acting crazy. Yeah, they still same motherfuckers. They they loony as hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, mm-hmm. man. You want some Tony Nice? Yeah, yeah, we got Tony Nice over here too. You fuck mm-hmm. with that two hundred five? You putting in work over here now too. This is war. Yeah, it's the big homie Wardlow. Yo, this shit was hilarious. This was the quickest hilarity I've ever seen. Taking on Antonio Zambrano, Jr. Straight up goes. I don't like this guy's chances, Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> Excalibur just laughs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, he was like I said. I was gonna be more disrespectful this year. Fam, Jim Ross said a word on my beer. <laughs> I just beat cancer. I'll show you disrespect. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> Wardlow was was quite disrespectful to Antonio Zambrano. Well, fucking, before that, fucking Sean Spears was disrespectful. Yeah, too. Sean Spears was disrespectful off rip. He yeah. hit this dude. He pulled this dude outside and hit him with mm-hmm. the C four, and then threw him back in. It was like, all right, Wardlow, he's dead yeah. already. Just but that, him. that was the rest fault. Yeah. Because the ref, for some weird reason, just kept checking Wardlow. Like, he was smuggling guns or some shit. <laughs> it's Wardlow. Wardlow's like, what the fuck do you want? Do you think Wardlow like, needs to bring to a match? <laughs> facts. So, Sean Spears is like, man, this should take it too long. <laughs> he I'm murders this that. kid, throws him in the ring. He's like, ref, look, he's in the ring. He's in the ring. <laughs> he's like, ring the bell, you idiot. The ref rings the bell. Fucking Wardlow. Have you ever heard of playing with your food? Yeah. <laughs> this match was the definition of playing with your food. Wardlow seems like he's dead. So he just looks down at him. He's like, this this ain't right, brother. <laughs> and then he just goes, he, he then proceeds to powerbomb this man to hell about 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time Sean Spears is like, I already, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn, but, ah, and the crowd is like, yeah. He's like, a dog, and they go, yeah. He's like, no time. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crowd loves the- seeing Wardlow kill people with power bombs. Shit is great. <laughs> <laughs> then cocky as hell, one foot, one, two, three, in, out, done. He's out of there with his accountability, buddy. Yes. Because this is war. Savagery, bro. That- <laughs> uh, you know a match was quick and savage when I fucking said the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was about all that happened. Wardlow murdered this man with the power bomb. To the TBS Championship Finals. Yes. It's now time to crown our first ever TBS champion. Now, here's where I knew where the winner was going to come from. First thing they do. Oh, there's Jay Cargill's daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. We know who's winning now. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. You're going to lose in front of her kid. Were you, what company do you think this is? You ain't going to make a black woman lose in front of her kid, especially after all the shit that yeah, been going on. Yeah, not after this week. Shit. Fuck no. Hell no. <laughs> And outrage, fam. You would have had outrage. Yeah, that would have been that would have been the worst kinds of all types of horrible looks. Mm-hmm. Jay takes Ruby over to start, but Ruby fires up, sends Jade outside, hits her with a drop kick on the floor, but then Jay cuts her off in the ring and sends her back outside. And then Mercedes Martinez runs down to to try to run some interference, but then Thunder Rosa runs right after her, like, oh hell no, nah. get the fuck. <laughs> and she fights her off to the back. Mm-hmm. So Hell yeah, give me that. Thunder Rosa and, and motherfucking Mercedes Martinez. This is going to sound a little sad, but I feel like the crowd was more hype about fucking Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez. They like were. Mercedes, <laughs> Mercedes came out and they were like, oh, and then fucking Thunder came out and started whooping her ass and the crowd was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they fought to the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that was that. Thank God they didn't affect the match though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they got back into the match mm-hmm. eventually. Uh, so we come out of commercial. Ruby's making a comeback, but Jake cuts her off with a shoulder breaker, hits her with a pump kick. That gets a two count. <laughs> Mark Sterling tries to interfere. Smart Mark Sterling, but mm-hmm. Aubrey, she's like, you out of here. 
out of here. <laughs> JR's like, I don't like him. <laughs> Mark Sterling, <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> I'm telling you, disrespectful Jim Ross. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just straight up, I don't like him. <laughs> All 2022, bro. Disrespectful Jim Ross. <laughs> Jim Ross don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, Jade goes for Jaded, but Ruby escapes, hits no future for the one, two, she got her. No. Was that the one where, like, Jade barely kicked out, but Ruby Soho did a whole fucking 360 flip. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When well, she got 2.9. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She pulled the Becky. So, yeah, she, she did the, she did the <laughs> face. Mm-hmm. Ruby, Ruby been making the NXT face a lot. She only did it once in this match. Thankfully, mm-hmm. that was where she did it. Yeah. But that's that's where it would make sense to do it. Yeah, that's, the near fall. That's her finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. She did the whole finishing sequence that she usually does to get the W. Yeah. And they didn't fall through. She was like, what? <laughs> that That's my shit. That's when you do it. <laughs> when, mm-hmm. when they kick out of your shit. Yeah, you do all your five moves to do them and they kick out. Jade goes for Jade again, but Ruby rolls her through, gets a near fall, and then she goes up top. Ruby goes for an arm drag, but Jade carries on. She grabs her, and then it looks like she's going to go for a top rope Jaded. She almost but did, then, but I think she looked at herself and said, and she was like, fuck am nah, I kidding? Yeah, this like, ain't going... Let's let's step down. Yeah, let's leave it <laughs> and right here. She did here. it from the second yeah. rope. She was Which, about to be like, "Let me murder this." Oh wait, that's not right. <laughs> I'm not no, this. I'm gonna really yet. murder her if I do it from yeah. here. Let me. <laughs> I'm not this experienced shit. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> smart. Yeah. Know your limits. Yeah. Pro wrestlers know your limits. She came that right back smart... down to that second rope and said, "No, nah, yeah. we gonna do an avalanche." Mm-hmm. Thankfully, thankfully, they were you know cognizant enough to be like, "Wait a minute, let's bring it down," and they do. And Jade covers and gets the one, two, and three. Your winner and first ever TBS champion. And it new is that bitch TBS show now. TBS. Jade Cargill. Champion of the world. Jade Cargill. They gave her the belt. Her daughter gets in there with her. Yep. The whole night. They celebrate. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. It, it was genuinely, genuine great moment. Like it was like we talked about from the beginning. This was no surprise. It's been obvious from the the second she showed up that Jade was going to be very successful in this company, and here it is, bearing fruit. Like obviously she got stuff to learn in the ring, but they let her learn, and she she has good instincts. She has very good instincts. Like just stuff like. The way she sold in this match, the way that she was smart enough to realize, oh wait, I don't got this for the finish. Let yeah, me, I don't. <laughs> let me move this to a position where I got this. <laughs> Just stuff yeah. like that. That's good instincts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, congrats to Jade. I, and it's gonna be good to see her. Like, I hope what they do with this is they set her up with good challenges like Ruby Soho, like good in ring baby faces to help Jade get that experience up. To give that title more credibility out the gate. The new the new holes champion, Jay Cargill. Stop. <laughs> Yo, don't remind me, bro. Every time I look at that belt, bro. <laughs> She's and I don't want to call her that because I, I see her daughter and I see the smile on her yeah, daughter. Yeah, no, no, no. It, that it genuine is, is. smile on her daughter and those beautiful eyes. I yes. was like, wow, that's beautiful right now. That's a beautiful moment right now. It's that bitch show. Good old JR. Yes. Yeah. Serena Deeb. Mm-hmm. Serena's talking about she wanted to have, you know, respectful, clean matches with the Karushita, but she'd have got these cheap, lower rent victories. So now it's time to up the violence. Oh, shit. You know, Jared's like, you have any animosity towards the Karushita? Because this feels, this feels like it's getting personal with you two. And Serena's like, listen, how about I ask you a question? Do you think there's anybody on my level right now, Jim? And JR's like, well, respectfully, I have to say no. Mm. And then Serena's like, that's right, because I got a PhD in this shit. Damn. <laughs> she said, I asked for one more match with the Karushita because I'm going to take out 17 years of frustration on her to where she won't even be able to walk out of the building. And it's set for next week. Once again, Karushita and Serena Deep. It's getting it's getting serious. It's getting personal. They set this up. It's gonna be violent. Let me tell you something about AEW. These motherfuckers, I, I don't know where they get it from, but they smart enough where they can book a match. No title belt involved. No title belt shot. Nothing. It's just 
a real blood feud and you feel that shit. You're like, oh shit, I can't wait. And it's weird because it's like, yo, WWE should be able to do that shit out of nowhere, bro. Nothing needed to be involved. Just my hatred for you. And fucking, they don't know how to do that anymore, bro. I don't know, man. They, they, all I can tell you is this. They they feel like they know how to keep matches. Because like, like this is going to be the fourth match between Serena, Demon, and Karushita. And it still feels fresh because every t- it's like I say with rematches. If you're going to do rematches, then do them. But you got to add shit to it every time. So that it's not just straight up the same match with the same story over and over again. Like this thing with Karushita and Serena Deeb has built from each match. Like they've added Layers. more story Layers. onto it from Layers. each match. Layers. Layers. So yeah. yeah. It's cold it's outside. Type... Layers. <laughs> Layers. Yeah. Layers. It's that type of layered storytelling mm-hmm. that, you know, you love to see. Malachi Black versus Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, Julia Hart. Is back with with Brian Pillman. She's got an eye patch now, mm-hmm. having having been victimized. And Brian God Pillman goddamn. still has fucking black symbiote all over his fucking eyes. <laughs> and really, shit. You got the symbiote suit on. <laughs> Why you got all this symbiote on your eyes and shit? Cause like <laughs> clean That's that shit hard off. To get out, man, it's an alien life form. <laughs> <laughs> man, all you need to do is get some bumping ass tunes. <laughs> yeah, loud noises. Put back that ass up. Watch. Pillman more more wisely than than Griff Garrison. He doesn't rush Malachi. He just tries to wrestle him down into the into the pip. Unfortunately, he's not able to last too much longer as he goes for Air, Air Pillman. Yes, but he fucking misses and splats on it. Malachi is able to pick him up and drop him with the kick, and he gets the win. Uh, Pillman's down, and Malachi once again advances on poor Julia Hart. Who, yes. God damn, you're going to blind her in the other eye too. But then the Lucha Bros come out. Yeah. Like, nah, you get away from her. And, and then the lights go out and everybody's like, oh shit, what's happening? Yep. And then the lights go on and it's just a, a, <laughs> a switcheroo. Yeah. He, he, he switched them and he was, just, and uh, you know, fucking Penta, Penta didn't sell it as well. I feel like Ray sold it better and Alex Abrahantis was like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be fucking teleporting us. Because <laughs> all Penta, I mean, they both kind of sold it the same way. Penta and Ray Phoenix kind of look back like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Abrahantis looked back mad quick, but he was so angry. <laughs> Don't fucking ever. <laughs> like... <laughs> He knows. Marvez did that shit to him one time. He was like, nah, I don't fuck with this teleportation shit. Mm-hmm. So, don't don't teleport these men. They don't like it. Yeah. So, we got Tony with the good oh, doctor. <laughs> no, he's with Ruby Soho. But Britt Baker Soho, just runs yes, in yes, immediately. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, so Ruby Soho is like, she's about to get interviewed. And just like you said, with the Cody thing where nobody nobody's allowed to get interviewed anymore. Yeah. So, it's like, Ruby Soho is like, you know, he's basically regular shit. Like, oh, you took an L there, blah, blah, blah. You know, Ruby Soho was about to say, you know, what her game plan going to be going on. Then fucking Britt Baker just pops up and just starts talking shit. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, you "You can't get any big match won. You can't win any big match. And then fucking Ruby's like, fuck are you talking about? You ain't even beat fucking your biggest competitor. He's like, yeah, you, you, only time you can beat me is when you got your fucking friends with you and you can't beat Riho with or without your friends. Exactly. There you go. And then Britt is like, she's going to talk and then she just pops on her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tony's like, good God. And he backs away. So then, as they're fucking trying to jump uh, Ruby Soho, Riho just pops in from out of nowhere, like, yep. <laughs> and starts fighting. I'm like, oh, yep. shit, then, let's go, Riho. Then you know exactly what happens. The refs come in and all that shit. Yeah, all that crazy shit. Rebel was masked off because she wasn't hitting nobody. She was just like, hey, I, oi, I, yeah. no, please, no, don't fight. Because Riho came through. She was mm-hmm. ready for the smoke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Riho came in there whooping ass. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got, we got a little more setup for... uh Riho and Britt, and then it looks like we might be going back to uh, Ruby Soho and Britt down the line. 
Mm-hmm. Looks like they they building that story of you know Ruby having never won a championship, and maybe this will be her first. I always picture her getting the main title though. Regardless, I mean, I thought the TBS maybe first, but I guess she's gonna go after the women's. Um, yeah, I, I wonder what I mean. We kind of saw what might happen because they might set this up where they got uh, Mercedes and. Uh, Thunder Rosa fighting for then the TBS um, yeah. women's title. We got QT Marshall and my homie Aaron Solo. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was weird. Aaron Solo is taking on Hook this mm-hmm. Friday on Rampage. He's going to be the next victim. But QT's like, hey, listen, man. Hook is the new big sensation around here in AEW. I trained Hook, all right? And when I was training him, he was just a delinquent who who just sat around and ate chips and stretched people and left. And then Aaron Solo was like, he never stretched me, though. So, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then Solo says, stretch me if you can. Survive if I let you. All right, my homie Aaron Solo trying to talk his shit. All right. It was so bad, though. <laughs> He's such an awkward duckling when it comes to the mic. I'm, I'm you know, you, you can, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can stretch me if you can. Uh-huh. Huh? Survive if I let? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he kind of looked like It was like, like he, bro, what are you doing, bro? He didn't want to say it. And then like halfway, mm-hmm. he was like, ah, oh, well, I'm saying it. I might as well just say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to commit to the bit, bro. <laughs> it was so fucking, you, you're not used to the mic that it annoyed me. <laughs> now, it is time for the main event. For the AEW Tag Team Championships. Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Bros. Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix start this match off. But then Luchasaurus comes in and then Penta has to show him that he has Cero. Miedo. Miedo. It was kind of funny how he did it because it took him forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how he does. <laughs> and I like commentary because they're like, oh, you talk about one man who doesn't have fear. There's another man with zero fear and that's uh, Luchasaurus. And I'm like, you, you kind of just diminished the whole. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up the whole gimmick. <laughs> he said, "Oh, miedo!" Like you, it's all about him right now. It's it's it's, it's Penta. Nah, bro. <laughs> Cero. <laughs> miedo yeah. is everybody right now. Everybody got zero fear. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, that that's correct. <laughs> yes, <laughs> these motherfuckers don't care about their bodies. That's yeah. These these motherfuckers for sure. <laughs> so yeah. they fight into the pit. We come out. The Lucha Bros make a double team comeback on Luchasaurus. Penta goes up top. The Luchasaurus grabs them, and then Jungle Boy leaps over them for a destroyer on Phoenix Center Ring. Nasty. That yeah. gets a near fall. That shit look crazy. Mm-hmm. Top rope into a Canadian destroyer. And Petey Williams going to work for the other place. <laughs> Petey, what you doing? You need to you need to tell these kids <laughs> what's going on, Petey. Petey, you got to come to the dark side. <laughs> uh, Phoenix comes back. He hits a destroyer on Luchasaurus, and then Penta hits Made in Japan on Jungle Boy. That gets a near fall. Shout out Shingo Takagi. <laughs> they go Fear Factor, but then the lights go out, and then the lights come on, and and. <sighs> Nothing has happened. Jim Ross was so pissed at this. Yeah, he was like, well, well the lights were off. Now the lights are on and everybody's home. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point? <laughs> what the hell's going on out here? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the lights are back on. And then Phoenix hits a huge step up tornado to the outside. Lucha Bros hit the Fair Factor combo for the one, two. He got him. No. No. Kicked out of the Fear Factor. So then Alex freaks out. He goes and sets up a table at ringside and sets everything up. And then Christian is like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And he runs <laughs> over and chases Alex up the ramp. And he's like, ah! He runs the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. They fight on the apron through Phoenix and Jungle Boy. And then Penta runs over, hits a super kick on Luchasaurus on the apron. Phoenix rushes him, but Luchasaurus catches him, hits him with a choke slam through the table on the outside and... Phoenix lands awfully here. Yeah, he he went to like bump, so he threw his arm back, but he threw his arm way too back. So when he actually hit the table, his arm was hanging off the side, and he basically landed on his own arm, and his arm bent the other way. Yeah. 
It was gross. <laughs> it was fucking gross. I remember going, oh, I think Ray broke his arm. <laughs> yeah. When I looked at it, I was like, oh, I, no. You only seen it from one angle so far. You only seen it one time. So they show the replays, and then that's mm-hmm. where you really get to see, yeah, he landed yeah. right on that arm. And somehow, some way, miraculously, no break, no fracture. He only dislocated it. Nasty. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Nasty. Nasty. That's crazy. Nasty, nasty, nasty. That shit was like that. <laughs> yeah, it bent the whole. It was hanging out like that. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's not supposed to bend that way. You look no. at it and you will see that arms do not normally bend that way. Mm-hmm. You ever had one of them toys that had way too much articulation? Yeah. And the arm bent all the way the other way? Yeah. That's what the fuck happened. It was like, it was some Sid Vicious leg shit. Yeah, that's arm, what a lot yeah. of people were comparing it to. Sid at mm-hmm. uh, WCW Sid. Yep. It was, it was nasty. It was nasty. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Jay, uh, Jungle Who was Boy the basketball Penta? player that that shit happened to? Wasn't it, D- it wasn't D. Rose. It happened to a few people. There was uh, somebody who I remember. In the NBA, it happened to Paul George. Paul George. That's what happened to that I remember. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, against this, because it happened against mm-hmm. the stanchion. And then yeah. they ended up having to move the stanchion back from mm-hmm. the out-of-bounds line to prevent that from happening again. Nasty, bro. So, yeah. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jungle Boy and Penta are going in the ring. Jungle Boy goes for the kill switch, but Penta counters, goes for Made in Japan, but that's blocked. Jungle Boy rolls through, rolls him up for the one, two, and three. three. Mm-hmm. Your winners and new AEW World Tag Team Champions, Jurassic Express. Yeah, part of me don't even know if that was just like, <laughs> they called the shoot and they were like because you could see when that shit happened to Ray immediately he goes yeah he starts ah! calling over a ref like <laughs> yeah, yo like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> fuck this match they got my arm <laughs> and it's mad funny because you see like Luchasaurus like selling his arm but then he looked back and this motherfucker legit broke his shit he's like yeah, yeah, help, ah! <laughs> help me well he dislocated it but th- th- that shit looked like a Snap back. Like when, when I heard he didn't break it, I was like, what the fuck you mean he didn't break it? How? <laughs> How did it bend the whole fucking 90 <laughs> degrees the other way? I saw that shit break. I was watching. Oh, that shit did a 180. <laughs> uh, no. Nah. <laughs> Gross. Gross. But yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking about it. Like, just imagine that shit would have happened to you, God forbid. Ah, uh, nope. Nah, hell no. I tuck my arms. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, man, shit. And if I'm going to take a bump, I always, you know, flatten it out this way. Like yeah, near my hips. Flat, yeah. And then I always, then I spread out once I feel floor. Yeah. But you know, it's freak accident. These, these, these types of things unfortunately happen. And thankfully, yep. it, it wasn't too, too bad. And he'll, he'll recover. So. I knew it was going to happen low key because I saw his arm way out there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Why are you taking back, a bump you, like you that? You see yeah. how early he puts his arm out. And it's like, yeah. oh, no. And Usually yeah. when you take a bump, you know, you know what I'm saying? You give it a, you have your hands kind of like this. Yeah. And then you arch back and blam. But this motherfucker had his arm way out there. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Blah. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Mommy, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> we got new tag champions. Uh, the champs are celebrating. The rest of the yep. tag division all just comes out on the stage. You got 2.0, Red Dragon, Private yeah. Party, FTR, the Ass Boys. <laughs> the Ass Boys. <laughs> yeah, they're the all out club. there just mugging and staring the new champs down. You Except got for Jericho. Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn is over here like. Yeah, Austin Gunn is like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? They're ass boys. <laughs> they, they go up into the crowd and you see a Malachi Black. Yeah, Malachi right? Black and Jericho yeah, and uh, Santana Jericho, and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz, yep. First, first Ortiz. And Ortiz yeah. is like, and then Santana. Santana is like, go kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, why are you so bad? It's okay. <laughs> I give you a hug. <laughs> yeah, your time is coming. Your time is coming. <laughs> nah, hell yeah. Their time is, it should have been. I'm telling you, bro. They should have been like the first team. 
But I get it. They're trying to make them build organically, yada, yada. It's okay. But I'm over here like, bro, you have that team. That team, everybody wants that team to win a fucking belt. Yeah. I think they'll get there. It's just, you Mm -hmm. know, just look at all the teams that were out there at the end of the show. This is a stacked-ass tag team division. So, you know. We gotta, we gotta build things and parse things out as they go. Well, everybody will have their time, I think, but SAW Dynamite. We on TBS now. We're on yep. the Superstation. Uh, this was fun. Superstation. <laughs> <laughs> Teb, it's not 2000. It's, it's not 99. It's not 98. We, we don't even, she hasn't been called the Superstation since like. Fuck, I can't I can't think the last time that shit was called that shit the superstation. They don't even give basketball there no more, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sometimes they do. Rare occasions. They used to give basketball on that channel all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hockey. Used to have basketball shows on there, but you know. Times change. Yep. yep. Damn, yo. Oh well. Yep. Uh Tev, let these beautiful people out there. Uh, know where to find us. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at RambleMania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at RambleMania, Facebook.com slash RambleMania Show. Also find our group there, RambleMania Show's Banter Club. We and the other wrestlers, podcasters, and everybody that we associate with post all our goings on and all that is going down. As far as the audio goes, we are everywhere. Audio is found. That is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, just search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. And the visuals, of course, twitch.tv slash Ramble Mania Show. And go on YouTube, search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. And when you get here, like the videos, click subscribe, and click the bell. So that when a new content drops, it goes straight, straight to you. And as for me personally... Find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ the Great Kid. You can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L. That is at six XL. You can find me on Twitter at S double I double X ain't I great. That is at S I I X X. You are ready. We're gonna leave these uh, banter club loyalists with a little something we like to call a uh, a too sweet, too sweet, and a good fight. And a good night. Ah, you're bending it. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to hell. I see y'all. I'm so yeah, well disrespectful. Soon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get well soon, bro. Damn, yo. <laughs> <laughs>